Australian sci-fi kids show K9 about the robot dog of the same name. Must be the season Hit Australian sci-fi kids show K9 about the robot dog of the same name. Hit Australian sci-fi kids show K9 about the robot dog of the same name. G'day mate, and welcome to uh, another episode of, uh, of Potty Hickeys, and we're talking today about uh, a good old Australian classic. Uh, the thing on. is, they don't sound like that, they sound they like... Don't, they don't, they sound like... Oi, I'm from Britain, aren't we're I? We're all doing London accents like this. Too slow, RoboFuzz. It's all Too fucking... Too slow, RoboFuzz. Too slow, RoboFuzz. This doesn't really count because the BBC has like no involvement whatsoever. But you know what? It counts because. Oh, so we we don't have to watch it. Is that what you're saying? We do. We do. Unfortunately, K oh, nine uh, uh, has a gun pointed at me right K-9. now. K nine. K nine. So uh, before I do like the introduction, I just want to say a small bit about K nine, the TV show. K nine. So K nine. It was announced in 1997, and then. It fell through. Whatever idea they had fell through. It was, and then in 2006, Jetix, which was the successor to Fox Kids and the precursor to Disney XD, Disney Extra Disney, whatever it's called, um, announced they're going to make a show called K9 Adventures. K9. Set on a spaceship that K9 was going to travel on. K9 was going to travel on. Um, but what happened was it went to Australian television. Mm. And then BBC were like, we, we, the BBC said they had enough on their plate as it was with, you know, Sarah Jane stuff, which I think the BBC is, said, even we don't want yeah, this. I think it was called for, can you, like, we, this is shit. We don't want this on our, on our waves. So as a result, they can only do K9. They can't do any Doctor. Oh, there is a Doctor Who reference in this episode. I don't know if you caught the, I don't know if you caught the reference to Doctor Who in this. Um, it was so not, it was so subtle. I almost missed it. Uh huh. If if we don't know what it is when Professor Griffin is operating on K nine, 
a, a musical sting plays and it's the first three notes of the Doctor Who theme. Music? Ah, good. Definitely in your memory section. Can you identify the tune? Negative. It was, uh, uh, you, could, you could hear the, them being like, how much can we play without getting sued? Okay. Three notes, okay. So do, do you K9, do you identify this theme? <laughs> Negative, no. legally forbidden from doing so. I recognize the two second theme I had earlier on though. That Public slaps. domain laws not acceptable. <laughs> Um, so this is broadcast. This is this is weird now. Okay, it's not weird. It's you can tell why they did it. This was broadcast on uh, October thirty. This rocks on Halloween two thousand nine. Oh, scary. It's oh. scary, but only in the UK. Okay, and here's Ooh. why. Here's why. Why? Okay, so this broadcast in Australia, its native home of Australia, uh, on April the third, twenty ten. You know what else happened on April third, twenty ten? What? Uh, in the UK, a certain television episode called "The Eleventh Hour" aired. So, in a way, it's them being like, "We can we can ride the coattails here if we if we hold on till April to air this." People will be like, "Doctor Who fever was in like overdrive." That's I swear to God, I thought you were gonna tell me that it was like a fucking like like a scam, like how the <laughs> the Fantastic Four they had to put up a, a movie every year or whatever to mm-hmm. keep the rights. But like, yeah, they showed it in the UK so they could keep the rights. I wouldn't be surprised, um, but as a result, it does mean that uh, Canine Liberation, the the second half of the story, doesn't air in the UK until April twenty ten either. God. <laughs> um, Further anyway. away we can be from the rest of this. Mm. Listen, I I just want to preface preface this episode with this. Whenever we like talk about Doctor episodes, we make fun and we complain about the quality or whatever, I feel like we do so with the acknowledgement that everyone who's working on these shows is infinitely more talented than either of us. And and that the effort that goes into making a single episode of Doctor oh Who God. is so much bigger than the effort that takes to make a single episode of Potter Who cast. And that any ribbing we do, even with people like fucking Nick Briggs, which we love making fun of Nick Briggs, but even that, it is the ribbing of like, we salute you, we respect you, and we honor you. I have no qualms of telling everybody <laughs> this fucking sucked. This was awful. I I thought I genuinely fucking hated this. There was a moment. I am not fucking joking with you, David. There was a moment. I I looked. T- I have two computer screens, right? So I have K9 on another, and on the other, I had my emails because technically I was working. So I glanced at my email. Just clicked Marcus Red, glanced back, it completely fucking lost where I was. I was like, what is going on? Like, it felt like 25 minutes had passed, but it had actually been 30 seconds. This is so fucking bad. It it genuinely astounds me. It 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 makes no this thing. Oh my god, it befuddles my brain. I know you want to do the gist. But, like, I feel like everything can be described with the opening image of this TV show, which is uh, some random fucking ass shot of London, some fucking, like, stock footage shot of London at night. And they edited these giant screens floating around, and there's a woman being like, protection, and then it cuts like a robot being like, protection from the thing. And then it cuts to, like, a shot of a kid... In like a fucking no, sorry, that's not how this starts. No, I forgot the, forget, the two guys. Yeah, <laughs> the, the two guys who give the the fucking professor guy a case. 
right? And then they say, oh, the department wants a full report in 24. And then the, the, the episode gets so bored of its own plot line <laughs> so quick. It cuts to a kid who's like, I'm a hacker. And my hacker name is Stark Reality. And then and a random girl who he knows, but we never seen before. We never seen any of these people before. And the other girl is like, we have so many fucking adventures before this. And he's like, oh, no, I don't like you, actually. And she's like, oh, well, I like you, Stark. He's like, don't call me by my real name. Call me Stark Reality. Like, kid, you fucking named you your hacker name? <laughs> Stark reality and your name is Starky? That's fucking stupid. And this is literally the first 60 seconds of the episode. And uh-huh. it just gets worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. And the thing that at the the problem at the core of this is why are you making a spin-off about Canine? He's a robot fucking dog. He's not interesting. He's not by himself. He's not the cool thing. The cool thing is when he's interacting with other people and he can have like a fucking rapport. You had to come up with an entire fucking universe to justify having a Canine fucking <laughs> spin-off. And these are the most boring as dubbed to hell and back. Everyone sounds like they're being ADR in this episode. <laughs> There's no audio from the set. You watch it and it's like everyone sounds like they're being dubbed post of the recording. Everyone is acting poorly. Every single thing, it just looks so bad. They have an effect with these alien turtles where it's like, oh, they move differently. So they warp the frames and it looks cool at first. Then it just makes me fucking nauseous. I want to vomit every time they're on screen. There's there's like giant robot cops. And at one point, one of the robot cops, and I have to give them credit for it. This was actually funny. At one point, the robot cop was like, boys, what's going on here? And then he gets punched and goes, whoa. And I actually laughed, but I'm not sure if that was on fucking purpose. I'm pretty sure that was an accident. At one point, like this woman comes in and she's like, uh, "Where is the uh, the the boy we are looking for?" And he's like, "I don't know where the boy I'm looking for is." And it just it just hangs on this shot of this fucking David Wayne Don McKellar bargain bin basement guy. Literally, like you went to a, like we have Don McKellar. This is the guy. And he just has this his mouth of like, Duh. like I hate saying that, but that's what he feels like. He feels like everyone is going, dude. I hated this so much. I, I, it made me reconsider my allegiance to Doctor Who. I genuinely finished this episode, and I looked at the fucking uh, Doctor Who art I have on my wall, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't like this fucking show. Maybe I should fucking do something else with my life. This was so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. God. And I watched it three times. <laughs> Why? I couldn't bear to watch it once. Um. It was genuinely astounding how awful it was. Like, it felt like nobody here knew how to make a TV show. It's just, it's just it, it fails on every single conceivable level. On plot, on visuals, on the fucking acting. And then the, I, and because Shout Factory... I love Shot Factory. God bless Shot Factory. They put the first episode on up on YouTube. And the good thing about having stuff on YouTube is you can go read the comments and there's gonna be like, well, I like this, and people are being too harsh on it because it's for kids. Fuck you. Kids deserve better than this shit. Kids deserve better than all of this. Somebody was like, everything heard about the show made it sound like it was a Star Wars Hollywood holiday special size clusterfuck of cringiness. It's not. It's just a cute little kid show. Not everything in the universe has to be aimed at you. Go watch Torchwood Children on Earth or read a Faction Paradox novel. I wish I could read a thousand <laughs> Faction Paradoxes novel. You know what the thing is? When I... when, when All these things that like are cringy or weird about Doctor Who, whenever I see them, it's like, 
least I have the, the, the satisfaction of knowing that this was somebody's dream project. I don't think this was anybody's dream project. I well, think this is the this is the fucking I I I, I refuse to accept <laughs> that anyone at any point had a dream that resembled this. This is a nightmare. I hated mm -hmm. this. Please, I do not want to watch more of it. Okay. I hated well, you this. Have to, you have to, you have to watch. No. Yes, you do. Okay, so I watched it three times because I watched it. I watched it once, and I was like, I need to watch this again because I'm not going to remember a lot of this. And then yesterday I was so bored, I was like, I might as well throw on K9 again. Um, it was yeah. So you're right. You're completely right. But I'd tell you whose dream it was. It was a dream of um two people called Shane Armstrong and S.B. Krauss, who were a writing partnership. They wrote this movie called Bait, which I've seen. Bait is about um a like a, a grocery store that gets flooded and then sharks swim in and then they have to escape the sharks. It's really bad. Um, they also wrote a TV show called Monster Beach and they have a credit on Johnny Bravo Goes to Bollywood. Um, I'm not sure what, what that is beyond being a Johnny Bravo uh, Bollywood special. What? And it's directed by two people. Directed by, although if you go to the guitarist wiki, it says like one person. Um, written by David Caesar, who worked on uh, Mrs. Fisher's Murder Mysteries and also uh, Home and Away, and Mark De Mark DeFriest, I think is his name. He's directed like the Sleepover Club and the Flipper TV show. And there's a guy who's called the Houdini of Florida, who is not him, but is more impressive. Um, the okay, so the gist of this one. Did you just make all that up? Did you just no, come up I, with that on the fly? I might, I might as well have. But the gist of this one, if I'm about making shit up. The gist of this one, okay? Starkey, also known as Stark Reality, is found by robot police officers after hacking into a big billboard that floats in the sky. And he and his friend, who I, I think is also a hacker, they run to this weird Masonic cult house owned by a professor who like teleports his family into a house, but like they they're operating this machine off of the like the electrical mains, so like it's big, it's like a big cord that Starkey somehow plugs out. And then uh, instead, these big green aliens called the Jixen come in, and then K9 follows them in. Uh, and three of the Jixen uh, vomit on Starkey, and then K9 does like a suicide bomb and it kills all, all but one of the Jixen. Um, Starkey's arrested, and Georgie, who's his friend or whatever, tries to break him out of Vior prison. Um, but the Jixen shows up and vomits at them again. And then uh, he escapes, and K9 thinks he's a Jixon and almost shoots Starkey. And then Starkey's like, Starkey's like, Starkey's like, I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. And then the blanket who's there is like, He's a robot. You can shade. He's a he's a turtle. You can shade him. And then um, detective on the case shows up and it's like, Where's where's Stark reality? And the press press is like, I don't really know where this where this guy is. And then um, K9 makes a joke about something and gives him a whistle, and then it just ends. Um, this is the thing I want to talk about first and foremost, which is that this is, as you've said, this is fucking terrible. But the thing about it is that like everyone is so greasy. Everyone's like, oh, everyone's like all sweaty and yes. greasy. It's so weird. Like the main kid who is twenty when they when they shot this, uh, who is oh fighting God. for his life against that fucking accent because that accent is fucking horrendous. He, he sounds like Stewie Griffin. Um, he, in case you haven't noticed, I'm in VR detention. I'm, I'm in VR detention. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, I'm in VR I'm detention. In VR detention. <laughs> Brian, remember the time we were in VR detention? <laughs> Brian. Um, 
I like, that does I like, feel like a Family Guy joke, actually. I like how his message on the big billboard that he hacks into is just nobody thinks, nobody gets hurt, which makes no sense whatsoever. Shut um, the fuck up. Everything, everything is lit like a fucking Saw movie. Um, it's all, all, like- all the sets look so bad. Every set looks like a set. Nothing here looks like it ever existed mm-hmm. in reality. It, it genuinely... And the thing... Okay, here's... I feel like what symbolizes how bad this was for me is that there's this moment where I need to move my microphone closer because I'm scared that I'm just so angry that I'm actually waking up my neighbors. So there's this moment in the episode where they spend like fucking 12 minutes talking about how K9 can recognize a sound if it's repetitive and he mm-hmm. can recognize it. For, so he's like, all right. And then he, he he throws a ball on the ground and he throws it over and over. And they spend like... Uh, they spend like a Dostoevsky novel, novel talking about this. And then later on, this woman comes in and he starts playing with the ball. And you, because you've seen a TV show and you've seen stories, you think, oh, K9 is going to recognize that sound and say something is going to be found. And nothing happens. But he, they keep focusing and they keep adding that, that fucking same sound over and over. And like the guy is barely touching the ball and he just moves his hand and it just goes, they just put the sound in there. It it uh, it uh, it uh, it's befuddling. It's befuddling. That's the word I need to use because, like, it just oh my god, it's okay. so mm-hmm. bizarre and I have, bad. I have, and, and, I have a series and, of questions for you, okay? That you can answer. This This will help us figure this one out, okay? My first question to you is this, okay? Why is this set in London, and why is it set in twenty fifty in London? Right. Well, a dystopian London. Let's not forget. Yeah. And you know it's dystopian. <laughs> you know it's dystopian London because they never fucking talk about it. They never uh-huh. fucking mention. They just say that you just expected to do any shit. I swear to God, I wrote a note. I was like, "Are robot cops a thing in Australia?" Like, ha ha ha. This is joke because they just. And then it's like, what the fuck is that disappointment? Just tell us what the introduce us to this world. Tell us what the fuck this is. Um, <sighs> okay, my second question to you is this. Okay. And you, you alluded to it before. Why is he shocked when someone figures out that his pseudonym is just his name? Because it is literally just his name. It, it, you can't just, it makes no sense. Like it Banksy makes no sense. Called, if Banksy was called like John Banksy in real life, yeah. like, how do you yeah. out who I was? Uh, third question to you. How does, she, how does he know that woman, that girl? What is what, the relationship? Yeah, yeah the, it, that like, makes no sense. It's, it, if I, I wrote down that it has like the, the pacing and the editing and the logic of a fan edit. Yeah. Like a fan cam, it just like it, it the way it moves, like like you're like twelve minutes oh, in. Oh my god! The guy, the guy, the professor is like trying to bring back his family, <laughs> his family. and the reason why the experiment gets failed is because Starkey trips over the most the gigantic wire. Yeah. Like he's, he, it is not even like he's walking and immediately trips. He walks, he gets into position to trip, and then he trips, and then it's like, oh no, my experiment, you've ruined it, like. Oh my god! Uh, he's from the X Files, by the way. Um, Who? Griff, uh, Professor Griffin was in two episodes of the X Files. He's Canadian. No, he's, he. Oh, he's, that explains a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, my other que- like another question I have, and I had it like the, the the thing about it is that like these people have like absolutely no energy or charisma or like chemistry, and we're forced into thinking that they're friends and that they've had like adventures and stuff. And they yeah. know who each other, and like, like, there's actually at no point do I believe any of this is like actually happening. It feels like like a, a, a first draft of a fan fiction that someone like, yeah. put in front of a camera. Um, my next question to you is this: Okay, 
if K9 comes with a like built-in like remodel, then why in school reunion did like they panic over K9 blowing himself up when he could why is K9 here? Like here's the thing that I'm realizing as we're talking about everything else that takes place in this fucking universe. Mm-hmm. The the fucking like K9 is the least interesting shit about this. Everything else is so batshit insane that K9 is downright boring. He does nothing. He shows up. He dies. He kills turtles. Then he dies. And then what he does after that? He just like comes back as a robot. <laughs> There's a shot of him flying around London. Flying. And then he, he, does, <laughs> he does nothing else. He does absolutely nothing else in the entire episode. He just like. He just like goes, I'm here. I am going to do this now in the next episode. Affirmative <laughs> young master. Like he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, it is so useful. Yeah. I, at least when people were like, oh, let's do a canine spinoff with him and Sarah Jane. That I get, you know, that mm-hmm. I get. Because that's at least of like, you can like hook a show on Sarah Jane. You can't hook a show on K9. He's a fucking <laughs> robot dog. I'm sorry. Get the shit out of Get the shit out of my fucking um, TV screen. At the end, when the detective shows up and she's like, she like says like, Kaylin looks like shit. I was like, yeah, that's the like, first time I've agreed with anyone in this entire episode. Because that redesign is fucking horrendous. The way it's like fucking all sleek and slimline looks fucking terrible. My next question to you is this, okay? The blonde, mm-hmm. the blonde guy in this, who was maybe the worst. Actor. Why was he getting donuts in the middle of his professor's big experiment? This is perfect moment for me to get donuts for my for my uh, uh, employer in the middle of his life changing experiment. <laughs> he also sounds like he he does actually sound like Homer Simpson. Kind of. My question is like, okay, he's in. I don't know if you're familiar with Jeff Tremaine's The Dirt. His uh, I think, I think it's Motley. It's his Motley Crue, I believe it's Motley Crue um, biopic he made for Netflix in between Jackass 3D and Jackass 4. Um, the the blonde guy plays Vince Neil in that, which is one of the main characters in that movie. Do you think he told, do you think, because like, Pete Davidson's in that movie as well. Do you think Pete Davidson asked him like, oh, so, you know, like, what, what's your career like? And he was like, well, I, I was once in 26 episodes of, uh, of K-9, the television show. Um, where I I was you know talking to robot dogs. Do you think he brought that up to Pete Davidson, or do you think? No, was- I think somebody tried to bring that up to, to Pete Davidson, and Pete Davidson shot them. Like I I shot the oh. um, just hearing you talk about twenty six episodes again, I makes me want to kill you. I I genuinely want to reach over this computer screen and throttle your neck for showing this to me. Well, here's God. I hate I. I, I'm I'm usually on the side of creators and artists, mm-hmm. and I hate corporations. But I almost wish that the UK didn't have this fucking rice bullshit. So and the BBC just owned the so that we didn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 this makes me wish for more capitalism. I hate this. <laughs> and there was supposed to be a movie between him and Omega. Omega like, yeah. What the fuck? Never like somebody. Sit Never down, Bob Baker, and tell him he's like dead. Uh, he's, he's dead. I know, I know. But sit down, his corpse, and tell him like stop. You, you don't have to do this. You don't uh, have to do this. Just just uh, let Nick Briggs do a thousand box sets. <laughs> like God, I would oh, take the fucking Nixon oh box set over it's, this. I don't. I would listen, listen to the listen. Lady Christina D'Souza box set over this. Listen, I don't give a shit. I agree with you, but if tomorrow Briggs was like, okay. The, the next uh, Randy Box set, K9 and Drew Starkey, or the fuck's name is Stark Reality, 
are in the next Ronnie box, I'd be like, I'm right there. I'm listening to that. Um, <laughs> yes, <'cause> like, <laughs> I'm curious. That's like saying, and for my next trick, I'm going to subs- live entirely off eating nothing but dirt for the next 12 years. Like, I want to see that. How the hell does that work? Um, my next question to you is this, okay? As in, it's going back to some news. I'm sneeze. I'm fine. Okay. Um, you alluded to this before. There's a whenever you see the Jixon, there's like a weird kind of mirroring wavy effect. Do you think that's because they were like these costumes are so bad we have to mask these whenever they're near the camera because otherwise people are gonna be like that's a Power Rangers villain because the costumes are quite unforgiving compared to like like the episode itself is pretty unforgiving in terms of like how bad it looks, but like those costumes are very you know. And also, why are the Jixon? Why is the whole Jixon plot seemingly just a vomit on stark reality and then peace out? Because, like, they don't really do anything. Like, the canines, like, the, the Jixon warriors are so fierce. You know, they're like, you know, they're conquered. Why, did, why does this take place? Yeah, it's like, why does this take place in fucking dystopian London, you know, with mm-hmm. goddamn. <laughs> robots and aliens yeah but like the, the, the jixon thing is like k9 digs them up so much there's been like you know these like intergalactic villains and warriors and stuff and all they do is like they show up they like corner stark reality who there's that moment where like they're running from the jixon and he like in like the, the, the slowest way possible walks into a pool yeah and then and then falls down it's like it's like proper like it's terrible, but like all they do is vomit on him. Like the three of them vomit on him, and then they get blown up, and then the other one finds them and vomits on them again. They don't then, do anything. Yeah, yeah. they just ugh. like there's no threat. There's no like sense of like you know tension or terror or anything. Or mo- there's no forward momentum. It's just like it's just like a fan cam of like scenes of K9 and the other guy doing shit and then that's all you get <laughs> K9 and the other guy yeah that's like, the name of the show K9 and, and the other, and the guy. other guy um I mean like by the way I I I just got a curiosity I went to the official K9 website because of course <laughs> uh as the Twitter webs uh, web page for K9 says one of the UK TV's most iconic characters and his love the world over uh citation needed so <laughs> I went to the K9official.com webpage and I'm happy to report it's uh, telling me how to open any type of bank account online in Australia. <laughs> there's nothing about K9 here. Um, I'm going to send them. Hold on. Uh, there's a contact us page. Um, hi there, K9 page. Can you please tell me why Stark Reality decided to have his hacker nickname be startlingly similar to his real name? As portrayed in the K9 episode Regeneration. Also, any truth to the rumors that Dan, that Starkey will join Faction Paradox? <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm going to submit. My other question to you now is this. Um, so we have, you know, we, we get introduced to this idea that doesn't goes nowhere. Where he's in VR jail and she's and Georgie comes in and she's like VR detention, oh. excuse me, not VR jail. Oh, it's the same. Oh, yeah, VR. Sorry, VR detention. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not up to date. I'm you have to. You have to. Jail. You have to keep in mind that this is important lore. Mm-hmm, the K9 lore. K9. Um. The, the she says like you know oh all these aliens have been kept 
this prisoner. Would a, a more interesting premise not be that Starkey stumbles onto this idea that aliens are being held prisoner? Maybe I mean, so, but that yeah. would require shooting footage and having a story. <laughs> and they you can't do that. But like it, that's he, too much. I know, but imagine he stumbles onto like K9 in that prison and K9's like, Can you help me out of here? I'm I'm stuck in here. I'm K9. And then Well imagine if they all died and we wanted to watch a different <laughs> show. I, 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 I don't I'm know. Not- like, <laughs> why, why are you asking me to imagine these things? I don't want to imagine them. I don't because want you to. Have to. Because I don't want look, to. Because the alternative is you're gonna watch twenty-five more episodes of this, including a clip show. Which is like one. Oh, like, there's a clip show? No, no, please, no, you're kidding me. There's a clip show? No. I'm pretty sure the clip show is the only episode Bob Baker has credit on at all in terms of like writing. Oh, no, David, no, we can't do this. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I can't. I leave, I'm leaving the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out. Um, clip show? What the fuck is the. Is it yeah. the last episode? Is the last it's episode not. of Clip Show? The last episode's like a two. What? I, I think it's like the, the third last episode, I think, of the Clip Show. I'm going to look this up now. This is riveting, riveting audio as I look up K9, the TV show, not the other K9 TV show. Um, There's like five different fucking K9 TV shows. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them is a. One of them is a okay, I'm on the list of episodes on Wikipedia. Um. Angel of the North, episode 23. Is that what I'm looking for? It might be because it says... No, it's Mind Snap. Um, is this... It probably is. It's, it's probably a fucking clip shot. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't really care. Um, yeah, I don't know. K9. K9. Um, I like how the professor is running this teleport off like a fucking Sony Veil desktop computer as well. Like, there's no, like, you know, there's nothing really, really going on there. Um, K9. uh, Too slow, RoboFuzz. Um, Please wrap this up. I want to die. I want to go home. Well, Well, how long do we have to watch the rest of this? Um, it's gonna be you're gonna love this now. Um, it's it's basically intertwined with series five of Doctor Who, so it's like it's gonna, be, it's, it's gonna be like one episode of series five, one episode no, of K9. No, no. <laughs> like, you ever seen that movie where uh, I think it's George C. Sky where his daughter like yeah, hardcore, yeah, yeah, and he's like, turn it off, turn it off. That's what. I'm like. <laughs> That's me right now. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Um, but thankfully, next time. <laughs> Can somebody please make an edit of that? <laughs> I gotta do it right now. <laughs> um, next time. Every creep in the universe. I, I ain't afraid of a ghost. Good. Come on then. Oh, I was supposed to.
smells like cucumber farts in here. It's just old and damp. Must have been wonderful here years ago. Picnic by the fountain, taking the boat out on the lake. Yeah. If you like to paddle. <laughs> experienced was a stone tape manifestation next time we have uh we're back to sarah jane thankfully um oh, thank god <laughs> canine canine um but yeah you can escape everyone has to escape, escape canine for another couple of months um and when we come back to canine uh, we'll be we'll be changed completely um and it'll be tough but we'll get through it because you know what? If K9 can regenerate and K9 can get rid of the robo fuzz, so can we. Okay. <sighs> K9. K9.